Hey friend, do you sometimes feel torn between your family and your work? I know I am not alone in this. We're gonna do a deep dive into 10 important questions that you can ask yourself as you really discern and discover what God is calling you to do when it comes to balancing your family and your home life and your work. So if you are somebody who's really driven to make a big difference, but you really wish that you could be more present with your family, have more flexibility, have more time for your family. If you're in a season where you're maybe feeling torn or you're feeling that pull between your home and your work, maybe you're feeling out of balance, you're feeling trapped or you're feeling unfulfilled in all of it. Maybe you're dreaming that things could be different. Maybe you just are starting to feel some of those desires shifting as your priorities shift through the seasons of your family life or through motherhood. We're gonna talk about that today. Because I think so oftentimes we feel this pressure of doing it all and doing it all so perfectly, but we feel like we're not able to give our families our best because we're giving them the leftovers of us. Or maybe we're feeling too burnt out, we're overworking, we're in this constant state of stress, going a million miles an hour just trying to get everything done, right? With no time to rest and refill our own cups. We wish we could give them more. We wish we had more time and energy for them. We wish that we had more time to take care of the home. We wish we were more supported in our mental and emotional health along the way as mothers, right? No shame in struggling with any of this. But I think the recognition of that need of, okay, I'm not exactly where I want to be in this balance between my family life and my work life, but I still want to do meaningful work. I want to make that difference that I'm called to make in the world. I want to share my gifts. I see you. So let's ask these hard questions today together. Maybe you're feeling that prompting to leave or to make a change, but it's really scary thinking about all the different options or maybe taking a different course than the traditional path that you've either always known or that the success that everyone is kind of pushing you towards. Maybe you've recently made a transition or you're thinking about making a transition. Maybe you're in the middle of making a transition like I am from the military or from your current job. You don't want work to come at the expense of your family because they come first but you still want to live out your calling faithfully. So amidst it all, if you really want to feel like you have a little bit more clarity on what God's will for you is in this season and moving forward, then we're going to have that heart to heart. And I'm going to give you 10 questions that I've been wrestling with in this season that have just been really clarifying that I know are going to serve you well if you're in that place too. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. 
So to frame this, before we jump into these 10 questions that you can ask yourself as you really discern and discover where God is calling you when it comes to balancing family and home life and work, I want to just talk with you a little bit about where you might feel that you are. Maybe you're feeling completely burnt out, run to the ground. The life is like sucked out of you from work. You're pouring from an empty cup. You have no breathing room in your life. You're running a million miles an hour. You know that this is an unsustainable pace. Something's got to give. Maybe you're feeling a lot of that pressure to perform, to produce, to keep up with the guys if you're in a male-dominated environment like the military, to prove yourself, to earn credibility, to prove you deserve to be in the room too, or deserve that seat at the table, or you're fighting for your voice to be heard. You're killing yourself for your job. Work is consuming your whole life. It doesn't really feel like it's life-giving work, or maybe it doesn't feel worth it anymore, or maybe you love what you do, but it's a toxic work environment. You know you're running your body, your mental health into the ground. Your family is bearing the cost maybe of your work. You feel like you want something more for your life. There's more you want to do. There's more you want to experience. You want to be able to have the freedom to actually put first things first. And you're feeling kind of stuck and trapped in it. Maybe you feel like you're failing your family. You feel like you don't have enough to give them. You feel guilt about every single day and it's killing you inside. You wish you had more of that freedom. And you can't see yourself doing this for another 5, 10 or more years. You're just ready to move on. And you want to do what you're really passionate about. You want to do what feels more aligned with your values, where you really can keep your priorities straight and truly feel like it's fulfilling in every way. You're able to be the mom you want to be. You're able to be who you want to be as a wife. And you're also able to share your gifts with the world and make an impact and do the work that lights you up, that allows you to be an even better mother, right? Maybe you're kind of on a little bit of a different place where you absolutely love your work. You're a high performer, you're a high achiever, you're so passionate about it, you love making a difference. You know you're made for this kind of impact. You love leading, you love taking care of others, you love taking care of you know, th- your soldiers maybe, you're making the organization better, accomplishing really meaningful work. Maybe you appreciate that pat on the back for a job well done, right? Or the recognition that comes with it. You really want to show you know, the women who are looking to your example that women can do really great things and accomplish really meaningful things. And you want to kind of prove that mothers can do amazing things too, right? In environments that are traditionally more male dominated. Maybe you have a hard time letting go because you really love what you do, but maybe you struggle with perfectionism in there somewhere or that gravitational pull of inside the organization, all that pressure. And it's hard to see outside of it. Maybe you feel like sometimes you have to swim upstream in this culture of trying to set better boundaries to truly protect your family or your priorities. And it's really tough. It's countercultural. Leaving work at a reasonable hour, you know, you feel like it's pulling you away from your family too much and you can't really give what you want to. Don't have enough energy left at the end of the workday for your family. Maybe it's hard to keep up in the home. Maybe you're compromising kind of how you want your home to be. And you're like, okay, it's just good enough. I got to do the bare minimum, but you're still feeling guilt around that or you're feeling defeated in it. Or you're stressing yourself out to no end trying to maintain a perfectly clean home on top of working so hard, taking care of the kids, and you're always feeling like this anxiety around it. Whatever you are, it's just not sitting well. Or you're feeling like there is a lack of balance in some way. So if you feel seen in any of that, you are not alone first. I either am in some of these places or I have been in every single one of these places. Every single woman that I've spoken with, every single mom out there probably feels the same way or has felt the same way at some point in time. So that's the first thing I want you to know you're not alone. The tough truth that you need to hear before we get into these 10 questions 
is also the tough truth that I've needed to be reminded of over and over again and that the Lord has been reminding me of and that good people who care deeply about me, my friends, my mentors are also reminding me and it's what we need to ground us. So the truth is that you are replaceable at work, but you are irreplaceable in your home and to your family. There are so many people who could be you at work, who could do your job well. No one else will do it exactly in the same way as you, but no one else can be the wife to your husband, the mother to your children, but you. And I get how hard it is. I know it is so hard detaching from work. It is so hard when we pour our heart and soul into it, when we give it everything we've got, we're taught that unless we're giving our all 100%, actually 110%, we're not giving enough, right? In the military especially, we're taught to sacrifice everything for the mission, to never let the team down, to give our very best at work. And so when you're in that place where now you're reconciling, okay, how can I be who I want to be for my family and also be a great leader, make a big impact through my work, share my gifts, right? In the way that God has called me to, because he has me or he has me for a reason, but maybe you're wrestling with this. Okay. Am I meant to stay here? Something feels like it's got to give. So what is my next step, right? Where am I called to go moving forward? Where is he calling me to be? So if you're asking any of those questions, these 10 questions I'm going to walk you through will really guide you through this journey with the Lord. I want you to ask these questions, like sit there with a blank piece of paper or blank pages in a journal and really enter into this time with the Lord and just with an open heart and an open mind. All right, so let's go ahead and dive right in. Question number one, if you could imagine anything, what would it look like and feel like? What would your life look and feel like? What would your day today look and feel like? You could do one year from now, three years, five years from now, whatever is most relevant for you. So let's just say you're in the military, you're in a service obligation for, you know, two more years. Okay. So let's imagine three years from now, right? When you get to shape that a little bit more, or if you know that you have the space to maybe make a transition sooner, or you're in the process of transitioning, or you're ready to just imagine what this could be like. You could go from with a year from now, a little shorter time frame. That's what I'm doing about a year from now. So what do you really desire it to look and feel like? And I want to give you full permission. Listen to your heart over your head for a moment. This is what my husband told me the other day, because as I was just like sharing just this internal battle that I've been fighting of like, okay, Lord, where are you calling me? What are you calling me to do? I don't know exactly how it's going to all go. And there's so many unknowns and so much uncertainty. And I'm like terrified of just making the wrong decision or taking the wrong path. And like not being in alignment with your will. And so as I'm just like sharing all of this and verbally processing with my husband, he, he's just like, okay, he kind of took it all in. Cause I was like, okay, what do you think? What do you think, babe? And he's, he's just like paused for a minute. He was like, well, that was a lot, but he kind of stopped and he's like, you think so much and you are all up in your head about it. But I think what you need to do is you just need to take, get a blanket piece of paper, get quiet for a moment, ask, what is your heart really telling you because your heart is not going to steer you wrong as long as it's holy spirit led and you invite the holy spirit into that those desires in your heart are probably where god is really leading you so that's what i want to give you too. listen to your heart over your head right now 
I just want you to start by imagining what you really desire it to look and feel like. And just brainstorm that for a moment. Question number two. This is kind of a supplement to that first question. It takes it a step deeper. What do you wish was possible, but maybe you don't believe yet? You wish it could be possible. So maybe you censored yourself a little bit in that first question. You didn't allow yourself to write something down because it felt impossible to you, or it felt not feasible, maybe financially, or it felt like, okay, that's too, too high of a reach, right? I want you to just write that down right now. You're not committing to it, right? You don't have to know how it, how it, you get from point A to point B, but like, where do you want to go? What do you wish was possible? All right. Question number three. What does everybody's needs look like in this season? What are your family's needs in this season or this upcoming season that you're kind of looking at, right? Maybe one year or three years from now. What are your needs? What is your marriage need? What do your kids need? What do you need? Okay, so just write that down honestly. Be really honest. Again, this whole process, be brutally honest with yourself. But like from a curiosity standpoint, again, it's non-committal. Nobody's going to judge you for it. Nobody has to see it. You can share it if you want with somebody who you trust, a friend, a mentor, a coach, your spouse, right? God, I want you to share it with somebody if it will be helpful to you, but also nobody has to see it. Okay. So number four, given those needs, now that you kind of brought a little more clarity to it, in what ways are you irreplaceable in the home or to your family that you really want to ensure that you protect your capacity for? What do you know that you're out of those needs? What do you know that your family needs from you or that only you can do? How can you uniquely give in ways to meet those needs, right? Sometimes I think we get frustrated as mothers, like, why am I the only one who can breastfeed my baby? (laughs) You know, why do I have to be the one to always do all of this stuff, right? Sometimes we get into that mode and that's natural when we carry maybe the overwhelming amount of responsibilities for certain parts of family life may disproportionately fall on us. Yes, we carry the load, often the invisible load of motherhood. We also carry the invisible load around the home, just as women, I think in general. And then oftentimes we are maybe the default parent, right? So given all of that, plus looking at the the physical changes that happen to us that we experience through pregnancy and postpartum that really only we can experience, Sometimes it's easy to get in that mindset of almost resentment about it, right? Well, I'm the only one who can. But I think if we think about it from the perspective of, wow, I get to be the one who breastfeeds my child and look at this miracle of what my body can do and this beautiful bond that I, I get to share with my baby for as long as, you know, we, we continue this journey. That's a beautiful thing. It can be a gift, right? So What are those certain components that you feel are non-negotiable of the ways that you are irreplaceable? What is your primary responsibility, your primary vocation, your most important calling in life in this state and season of life where God has you? Then once that is taken care of, how much of your bandwidth remains? Like when you're really honest with yourself, you can think of it in terms of time, of energy, mental and emotional bandwidth. Now, number five, looking beyond the home, we're going to kind of go into a little bit more self-discovery here. So where has God given you unique gifts, passions, talents, expertise areas, maybe experiences that you feel you're meant to give the world or to share with your community? 
and some kind of sub questions that can help you here. What gifts do you have that you feel that tug in your heart to give? What makes you feel most fully alive? You know, the types of work that you're doing. What do you love? What lights you up? What makes you feel like you're living in the fullness of your God-given calling? What are you passionate about, right? What are you naturally gifted in that comes easy to you that other people are like, wow, I wish I could do that, right? What are your strengths? Now, number six, let's look at the needs of your community, of society, of maybe your organization, of the field that you're in, or of the broader world. Zoom out for a moment. What types of work or what types of problem sets of issue areas or needs of the people around you you feel you feel compelled to fill what lights your fire right where do you feel those those gifts and passions and talents and all the things that we went through and number five in that self-discovery question where do you feel those things intersect with those gaps that are external to you this could be within your profession it could be within your church community it could be in your local community beyond that now number seven in light of that in light of that personal reflection, your family reflection, your home and understanding those needs and understanding your gifts, what would feel aligned for you, a rightly ordered balance that would feel life-giving to you and your family at the same time? It would be a beautiful blend or convergence of that, allowing space for you to be who you want to be for your family and who your family needs you to be in this season and who the world needs you to be, who God has created you to be. If you could imagine what that would look like and feel like, what would it look and feel like, right? Now, number eight, what does your heart truly desire? Here, I want, to, I want you to take this a step further, releasing or letting go or just drawing to awareness. First, if it just comes up to the surface here, that's a step, right? What are all those expectations of others, of voices telling you that you should take certain paths or you should do certain things, you should aim for certain types of success? right? Let go of all of that for a moment. Lean into what does your heart really want to speak to you? What is the Holy Spirit really trying to speak to you? Quiet the noise of all the shoulds, all the voices of what everyone else is telling you or has told you, how you've been conditioned maybe to view what's good enough or what's successful that you should aim for. Just prayerfully reflect on that. What is your heart saying? What are you really dreaming of and feeling called towards? And again, both in the complementarity of your family life and in your work. Number nine, what fears are standing between you and that vision or that dream? What doubts? Where are you feeling anxiety or self-protections even? Notice what comes up for you there. Maybe it's you feel limited by certain things. Maybe it's resources. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's, you know, you don't believe that you're something is possible or that the skills you don't have the skill set for it yet or you don't know how you can start right you don't know how you would be able to make that dream a reality just notice what's coming up for you what fears are there right what attachments might be there that you feel like you couldn't let go of where might you be tying your identity in what you're currently doing or what you've always done or been always been told you should do so maybe that's an attachment that needs to break to really kind of again it's standing in the way between where you are and that making that vision and that dream a reality then the last question so beneath those fears and doubts right again what are those true desires even if it feels scary and uncomfortable 
because it probably will, to be honest. It feels like that to me, I can tell you. But start there with the true desires, like the raw desires, and give them to God as an offering. Know that he's going to purify them over time. He knows you. He knows you so well, better than you know yourself. He knows your family. He knows every one of your needs. He knows every one of your family's needs. He knows your future, right? He's given your desires to you and he will grant the desires of your heart. It's often going to be in ways beyond what you can expect, what you can imagine and different than you might expect. And maybe if your current job or your current circumstances feel like they're inhibiting that or holding you back from stepping fully into this, that's okay. And it's also okay to step away. It's also okay to do something different. It's okay to make the choice that's most aligned with your values. And maybe you're going to let certain people down. You probably will. Maybe you're going to feel like a failure for it. Maybe you're going to be made to feel like a failure, but you're not a failure for this. I want you to know that. It's not quitting to make a decision that's aligned with your values and your priorities when you're really honest with yourself about it. And when you're really honest with God about that path that he's calling you towards. And oftentimes it's going to be that leap of faith, right? It's going to require the faith. Because if it was so easy for us to do on our own, we wouldn't need him. If we could do it all on our own strength, we wouldn't need him. If we could have all the plan perfectly mapped out, we wouldn't need him. (laughs) But that's not what this life is about. We need him. We need each other, right? So this is the process I've been, I've been going through. And I, I like started asking myself these questions after my husband prompted me to like, listen to your heart and not your head and let go of all the voices and all the shoulds and all the noise of all that stuff and just get quiet, start almost from scratch. And this is, this is the process I walked through and it was so clarifying for me. And what came out of it was equally clarifying as it was terrifying. I will be very honest with you, but then that's okay because I have one, one step further, right? Towards exactly where God is calling me. And that's the first step. And then you have to take that first tiny step in faith. And those steps will get easier and easier. Or maybe it's a first step is actually a leap of faith, right? And in many ways, that's how I feel like leaving the military is that is the leap of faith. Because it's like this really major break and in, in, in detaching that tie right? Because military is like, it's so all-consuming. It's like, it really is your whole life in many ways is wrapped in it. And so when you're transitioning, you're wrestling with like so much of all that was tied up in it, your identity, your worth, that pressure to prove yourself constantly, you know, the passion for it, the passion for the team, the passion for making the organization better, the passion for your soldiers and being a great leader and, and making a difference and showing women that you can be a woman in this profession, right? That you can be a mother in this profession. And there's so much that's just tied up in it. And it's okay to feel all those things. It's okay to struggle through that. And so this process can be really life-giving if you just approach it with that honesty, with that curiosity, with the compassion for yourself, right? And openness to where the Lord is leading you, even if it's different maybe than what you're being told or what everybody else is telling you is right, all the voices that you hear about all those pressures that you might be feeling all the directions, just drown all that out for a moment 
as you do this exercise. Over the weekend, I was nursing William back down to sleep really early in the morning, and I started reflecting on some of my West Point experiences, and I felt this prompting to go find some of my reflections, my reflection journal from the graduate scholarship program my junior year. So I started reading through all these reflections from 2017, like nearly seven years ago, and it was this beautiful process that gave me this incredible insight into how God made me. And I saw my growth and I saw these seeds that were planted back then that led to the fruit that he's allowed me to bear over the last few years and so much of the impact that I've been able to just been so blessed to be able to contribute to in terms of the policy advocacy work that's made so many changes across the army for women, for mothers, for families, and also where God is leading me now in this upcoming season as I transition from active duty. And I'm in this new stage of discovering and exploring how to live out my calling in different ways. That's the process I was in then. And it's the process that I'm in now. And it's this iterative process, right? That's in every season of life, we should be asking these questions. But when I was reading through all of this, I saw all those seeds. But most importantly, I saw God's faithfulness through all of it. Because there were so many dreams in my heart that were conceived then that I've seen come to fruition in such beautiful and also so many unexpected forms. And so I can see so clearly how the mentorship I had then, right, the, the life-giving affirmation of my gifts in that season, it helped draw out some of my talents and my passions, but it ultimately helped shape who I became as a leader and, and as a wife and a mother in such pivotal ways. And I reached out immediately as I was reading all of this to my mentor who helped walk me through that whole process of discovery and of reflection and of figuring out, okay, how can I live out my calling, right? And I was just sitting there in such awe and gratitude for the impact that she made on me. And I just want you to also know how important it is to lean on mentors, friends, coaches, your spouse, right? The people in your life who are going to bring out the best in you in the same way. When you surround yourself with people like that, it makes all the difference in the world. So if you're going through any of these things that we started off with talking about, right? Of, of feeling like you're in that tension of like, okay, Lord, I don't know how I'm supposed to just be, be the mom that you want me to be, that I know my children deserve, the wife that I know I want to be for my husband, while also doing this work that you've placed on my heart. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do it well, and I'm struggling, and I feel like I'm failing in it every single day. Take all of that to him. And also, lean on a support system through the season. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to have these hard, open conversations with people that you can trust. And if I can be here for you to support you through the season and help you to know that you're seen, that you are heard, that all these things going on in your heart and mind are normal and it's okay to be feeling that way. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means that you're in the messiness, right? You're in the tension and you're in the messiness of, of discerning God's will and how to best live it out. And how to let go of who the world wants you to be, who the world says you are, who the world is calling you to be, and focus your eyes instead on Christ and look up and let him lead you. So if I can be a person to point you to Christ, I would be so honored too. 
So if you want to have a conversation, if it would serve you well in this season, please reach out to me at megan at armtotheheart.com and we'll, we'll chat. If you want to be part of a group of women who are on the same journey as you, then stay tuned because very, very soon I'm going to be launching the next iteration of my group coaching community and program. And I'm so excited for this because this is the kind of stuff that we're going to do together. We're going to journey with each other in this. We're going to support each other in this and lift each other up and pray for each other and cheer each other on and hold each other accountable in this as well of asking the hard questions of prioritizing the right things of making these decisions for the right reasons and helping each other work through the emotions and the fears and all the struggles that come with that. So if that sounds like something that you would benefit from this season, that that would be a really good fit for you, that you feel like you would belong in a space like that, then what I'll do is I'll post in the show notes below the link to sign up to the early bird um, notification for this. You'll be the first one to know as I share more details about the program. So you can discern if this is right fit for you in the season, if this would serve you and support you and be a great community for you walking through where you're at right now. And of course, I'm so passionate about serving other women who are in the military or who are transitioning from the military or who have been in the military. But I also know that this is going to resonate with you if you're a high achieving woman who's either in a male dominated profession or you just feel like, okay, you really want some support in working through these big questions of, okay, how do I be who I want to be for my family? And how do I be who I want to be in work? Then you're also going to fit right in. I've had in, in the different iterations of my group coaching community and my coaching, I've worked with a number of women in a variety of different fields and different passions in both entrepreneurship and more traditional professions, as well as stay-at-home moms who also want to contribute to their community in different ways and, and kind of figure out who they are outside of just being a mother. And so this is going to benefit you if you're in any of those places. And I want you to just know that you don't have to be alone. We're not meant to do this alone, my friend, and it is so much better when we do it together. So again, I don't want you to miss that information as it comes out, the invitation to join. And if you're on that email list of the early bird, you're also going to be one of the first to know when I give a early bird discount. You'll be able to access that exclusively if you're on the early bird list before it opens up to the rest of the public. So that'll be super exciting. You'll get a little bit of a discount for that. And just to thank you for being there and being ready to consider this because I know your time is precious, but when we're ready, when we're ready to be surrounded by a community of like-minded women, we're ready to do some of this inner work with the Lord and just grow in these ways, it is so fruitful. I can tell you, I've seen it in my life time and time again over the last five years and I've seen it so much in the women that I'm surrounded with and the women that I get the privilege of coaching and it is such a joy to see their willingness to enter into this work and the immense immense growth that comes with it I had an amazing coaching call with one of my clients who I've been working with now for about a year who's been um, both kind of in one-on-one -on -one settings as well as in my group coaching community and just seeing the fruit of so much of this work that she's done i am just like i am in awe and it makes me it literally makes me want to cry because it has made such a difference in her life and she's at this place where she's hoping and praying for starting their family soon and i know that she's just going to be the most amazing mother and a lot of this inner work that she's done in in her relationship with a holy healthy relationship with work and work-life balance and her relationship with herself and her self-image and redefining her identity in Christ rather than in her achievement or her performance or her productivity 
that is just going to have this beautiful overflow effect in every single way as she becomes a mother and is is also wrestling with this balance now in different ways so i just share that with you because when we're in the throes of just trying to balance it all when we're just kind of feeling like we're drowning sometimes like the last thing we feel like we have time for is to slow down or to add another thing to her plate but i i just want you to know that this is not just another thing that you add to your plate it is the thing that is going to take things off your plate that don't need to be there that you were never meant to carry and it's going to shape everything that you do and it will shape your understanding of where god is leading you and how to prioritize and how to better manage your time and how to have a biblical mindset that is going to help you process your emotions in healthy ways that will support you through managing stress managing stressful seasons managing times of transition with much more grace right and also a beautiful life-giving relationship with work that is faith-fueled, that is Christ-centered. And that's what we all need. And that's what the world needs. The world needs that from you. Your family needs that example. So do the women who come in future generations. They need that from you. This world needs more women who have done some of that inner work to heal because healed women help heal the world. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want to be a part of. And if you want to be part of that too, then it starts within ourselves. It starts within the walls of our own home. It starts within our own hearts. And then we can be that force for good in the world that Christ is calling us to be. So I love you. I am praying for you. I'm lifting you up. And I would so love to see you in this community and in this program and to be able to journey with you and to have these conversations heart to heart, face to face, to be able to just walk with you. And it would be such a joy. All right, my friend, I will talk to you soon.